You are tuned into Be Bold Radio, breaking barriers over lives daily. This is the place for you to learn strategies and tools to turn your business, your dreams, and your goals into a reality. Thanks for tuning in to Be Bold Radio. This is your host, Demita V, and you're listening to episode number 107. Good morning, guys. This episode, I am changing the theme to Demita Fix My Focus. I love that one. Demita Fix My Focus. Well, today, I just want to talk about you know, um, as you know, this is a Monday, you know, Monday sometimes tend to be the hardest to kind of get started. Um, I like to plan for the week on Sundays and I like to execute on Mondays. And so, you know, um, being at home, it can be challenging at times, you know, because you get off focus, things are, um, they're in your way to distract you. So I know I deal with it. And so what I want to share with you are six things that or six ways that you can attract the right things in your life. And so today I want to fix your focus for the week. And I want you to really master these six steps because many times we all want something in life. I know not many times, every time all of us are inclusive. We all want something in life. We all have goals and aspirations. We have hopes and wishes. But how about none of those things just come to pass? You know, you got goals for the week, but it's hard to execute sometimes. And so we have to practice attracting the right things into our lives. I don't care if it's about a job, if it's regarding, you know, your business, regarding a relationship, unhealthy or healthy relationship. We have to really master attracting the right things that we really want in life, because who wants to waste their whole life attracting the things they don't want? And I know I don't. So I want to give you seven ways that you can begin attracting the things that you want in life. And as you all know, I tell you all the time, I practice what I preach. So I'm not going to preach and teach you something that I'm not walking in. So I have to master these and I have to walk these things out because, you know, that's like a teacher teaching a classroom who never went through the process. That teacher had to go through a process in order to teach that class. So that's what I want to do. And that's what I do on Be Bold Radio. So today, the first one is we're going to redirect our focus. Yeah, we have to redirect our focus. And here's the deal. The power of the mind is so strong. Like we have so much power in our mind. We all have heard before that the mind is all powerful. It really, really is. It can help us get what we want if we just focus on the right things. And it can also, here's the thing, it can also deter us from getting the things that we want in our mind. Our mind is so powerful. Like I can think, have you ever, I know it's been me. I can think about a person that I haven't seen in a long time. And then you're in the grocery store and you run into that person or that person may call or text. That happens to me many, many times. So just think just on a small scale like that, how powerful our mind is, what we focus on, we end up attracting. So just think about if it's something that you want to obtain a certain amount of wealth, you want to obtain, maybe you want a house, maybe you need a new car, maybe you need, you know, some type of breakthrough in your life. The more you focus on living a healthy life, living a successful life, a happy life, you're going to attract that. So we have to remember that there's a constant struggle that's happening within us 
at this very moment. Whatever it is that you're thinking about right now, you are attracting it to you. So I want you to know that we have to learn how to redirect our focus. And I'm serious, like redirecting our focus is crucial in getting the things that you want. And one powerful way to attract the things that you want is to redirect your focus. Get perfect example. If you're on a road trip going, let's say to California or whatever, you're driving to Pittsburgh or New York, whatever it is, you ever heard your GPS system, you can plug in the address and you heard, and let's say you took a wrong turn because you focus on the wrong sign and the wrong um, um, exit. And then what your GPS says is rerouting, rerouting. So the GPS system has to reroute your focus and take you a whole nother route. And you can get there, but now it's going to take a little longer. So that's how it is with redirecting your focus on a daily basis. Today's Monday and today's the perfect opportunity for you to redirect your focus in achieving any goal, whether it's big or small, you must redirect your focus. We can get whatever we focus on. We can get whatever it is that we focus on. I give the testimony and it's on a very small scale, but I give the testimony on how I just took a small step on starting my own podcast. I mean, we're three years strong and started this podcast in 2000. Um, is it 2015, early 2015 and no October of 2015. Like this is close to the anniversary month when I started my first podcast and it was amazing. All I did was think it. And then when I thought it, I began to apply principles. I began to research and study and look at me now. Now I have a course where I'm teaching people to start their own podcast. And so if you want to achieve any goal, I don't care if it's a small goal, a big goal, a weight loss goal, a marriage goal, relational goal, a educational goal. It's going to depend on your focus. Focus on a positive result and you'll begin to reap what you sow. You sow positive thoughts, you get back positive outcomes. Focus on what you want. You focus on negativity and you'll get that. Okay. So we want to redirect our focus this week. Okay. Number two, I want you to release all negative energy. Now, this is something that was the most challenging for me because, you know, you get a negative phone call, you get something didn't go your way. Like this happens to me. It is very important that you release all negative energy. Negative energy about how you feel about yourself, negative energy of, about how you feel about other people, negative energy about how you feel about your job. If you are on a job that you hate right now, stop focusing on that. Stop releasing negative energy. Stop speaking and talking about how much you hate that job. Stop making negative and cynical comments about your job, because guess what? It's going to continue to be the the worst job ever if you continue to complain about it. The more you complain, the bigger it gets. The more you're grateful for it, God will begin to expand your horizon. He'll begin to open doors and he'll begin to make things easier for you. And he'll change your perspective on your job. Your job is a resource. So focus on seeing your job as a resource and not a pain in the butt and not, you know, not a burden. So we're going to release all negative energy, even about how you look at yourself and feel about yourself. Okay. For me, I'm not my weight the way I was. I'm not the, the weight 
that I was before I had my daughter, my last daughter. I'm not, I'm actually bigger now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not huge, but I've gained an amount of weight, an extra amount of weight that I don't agree with. That's not the will of God for me. However, however, I've learned to embrace where I am right now and release positive things about my life. Positive affirmations about my eating habits and my my regimen, positive affirmations about my habits, my daily habits and and my workouts and positive affirmations about my body and how I see myself and how God created me. In fact, my husband loves the weight that I am right now. However, I have to be content and satisfied with it. But in the process of getting back to my goal weight, I have to learn how to be happy and not release negative energy about myself. Because guess what? I am going to remain this weight if I continue to be negative about it. Okay? So we have to redirect our focus and we have to release all that negative energy. Because it's hard to attract the right things in your life when you're so consumed with negative conversations, negative energy. You got to watch how you're talking. I mean, it's okay. You know, you give your opinion and all of that good stuff. But watch how you're talking. Girl, I'm lazy or... Girl, I'm tired of this stupid job. Like all of those things go into the the atmosphere. And guess what? You create, you are creating your reality with your words. The vibrational frequency of our energy will pull, pull that towards us. Like y'all really got to think about this. Be conscious about your words. Negative energy always get in the way of attracting the things you want. It is so tempting. Y'all, for real, it is so tempting to stay negative. It is so tempting to have a negative thought process. It is so tempting to say negative things about other people. It's really, 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 really. And I fail at that sometimes. Like, you know, you give your opinion or you hear some news or whatever it is. It is, or you got the tea. I'm telling you, it is so easy to be tempted by that. And I have to go back. God, forgive me. God, I just <laughs> I take back those words like I Lord help me like for real. Like you got to go back and reroute just like your GPS system. You got to go back and reroute what you said. You got to go back and, and fix it. You got to go back and fix it. And so we have to be careful. And I'm putting myself me included. I don't my I am no better than anybody else. We have to really be careful about the words that we put out in the atmosphere. Okay, the third way to attract the right things in our life is not allow our mistakes and our failures to stagnate us. Listen, let me just take a minute. (laughs) We all have effed up. Seriously, we all have made mistakes. We all have failed at something. Failure is tough. Failure is hard. But when we fail, We have to know that we're going through that pain. The last thing we can think about is attracting good things. Like for real, like when you're going through a failure or you're going through a loss or you're going through a mistake, you messed up, you did something wrong. It's really challenging and hard to be focused on attracting good things into our lives because at that moment, we're focused on the bad thing that happened to us. So I don't care who you are for real, for real. I want you to know, like my father used to always say, failure is written in pencil. It's erasable. And the less that you focus on your failures, the more you can learn from it and work around it. 
I'll say that again. The more you focus on your failures or the less that you focus on your failures, the more you learn to work around it and learn from it. We cannot learn from our failures if we're focused on the failure. What is it that you failed at lately? What is it something that you failed at lately? Because there is a lesson in that failure. There is a lesson in whatever it is that you failed at. I don't care if it was a failed marriage, a failed relationship, a failed job. There is a lesson in that. And when you can say that was a blessing, I've learned so much from that situation. I'll never do that again. I know so much now. I'm wiser now. You are attracting wisdom. You are attracting you. Now you're on another level. And you're surrounding those obstacles and you're looking at those obstacles as opportunities. Those failed obstacles are opportunities, y'all. So I want you not to give up. You cannot give up. You've come so far. You've come so far. You cannot give up right now. So don't focus on your mistakes. Don't allow your mistakes and your failures to stagnate you. I've seen and watched so many people who've made mistakes in uh, business and ministry and and different eras in their lives. And they are stuck. They're so stuck because they're so focused on the past, the failure. A failure is the past. I mean, it's something that you did wrong yesterday. And so many of us get so caught up in yesterday and we can't focus on today and tomorrow and and be in the moment. So we're not going to allow our mistakes or our struggles or our failures to stagnate us. Now, the fourth one is we're going to look for ways to be a blessing. When you're ready to attract the things that you want in life. You have to look for ways to be a blessing to someone else, to something else. What you sow is what you reap. I want you to look for ways that add value to somebody else. And I know you may say, well, Demita, you know, you don't even know what I just went through. I may not know. I may not even know how you feel. But the way to to heal in the way to attract, you know, love and attract healing and attract happiness Is to be a blessing to somebody else. Be a blessing to somebody else. It takes your eyes off of what you're going through and what what you're struggling with. And sometimes when you're when you help other people. When you go and bless somebody else and add value to their life. What you're going through looks smaller. It looks smaller. It changes your perspective. So I want you to go somewhere. I want you to find someone and add value to them. One of the best ways that you can attract those things is to call somebody up and give them a blessed encouragement. Send them a text, hey girl, or hey man, I was just thinking about you, be encouraged. You know, me and my husband, we've been doing that often. We've really been practicing that and it has really, 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 and I'm so serious, it has really blessed our lives. And because we were so focused on our problems, I'll never forget him and I having this conversation. We were so consumed with what we were going through that it wasn't going, it was never, it seemed like it was never going away. And before we knew it, I remember God told me, go start calling and blessing somebody else. Go be a blessing to somebody else. Because when we're just focused on our situations and our, you know, our daily struggles, it's, it's like a root of selfishness because what we're saying is all, it's all about me. 
it's not about this world. It's not about people. It's not about loving other people, being concerned about what they're going through. That's a level of selfishness. So when you can stop focusing on what you're going through and go add value to somebody else's life, go make somebody else smile. I was in the restaurant with my dad yesterday. Uh, we had dinner with him and um, it was such a blessing. We had great conversation and it was funny because he found some napkins, some napkins that looked like $100 bills. And for those of you who don't know, my dad went through a divorce. Him and my mom are divorced. And it was a very heavy season in our lives when that happened. And so every now and then it's still tender. It's still tender. And that's to be honest, be, to be completely honest. Um, but my father, I've watched him go through hell, but he was always being a blessing to somebody else to this day. So we're out eating today. Me, the kids and my husband and my dad and the waitress was like super nice she was like the perfect waitress and she wasn't like trying to kiss up and, and earn her tip she was really being purely purely nice so my my dad had this napkin that looked like a hundred dollar bill he showed us and we joked about it and he's so silly so he's like I found this at the dollar store I'm gonna I'm gonna try to trick the waitress and be like have anybody given you a hundred dollars before and so he said, um, so when it was time to pay the bill, he said, I'll get the tip. So he did the tip and uh, he said, he asked her the question, has anybody? And she said, she got to talking and she, she was about to say, yeah, this one time, a long time ago, but no, I don't get, I normally don't get tips like that. So he said, well, here, I want to give you a tip. And he pulled out the $100 bill. It was so hilarious. And so she looked at it. She, she said, oh, my God, you got me. You got me. So it made her day. She started laughing. She said, oh, my God, can I keep this? Because this is hilarious. This is hilarious. So he let her keep it. So when she came back to get the, the credit card, he gave her a tip, get it, gave her like $20. And she said, thank you so much. Da, da, da. So she came back and he said, no, really, I really want to give you a tip. And he gave her a hundred dollar bill and like her eyes watered up. Her face got red. And she's like, seriously, are you serious right now? Like, is this a joke? He's like, no, I want to give you a hundred dollars. So she she still could not believe it. And for that moment, it blessed me because it was in that moment. My father exemplified him taking his eyes off of his current circumstance, taking his eyes off of what he's gone through, what he's going through and blessing and making somebody else's day. That is what it's all about. And he will always be blessed. He will always be blessed because he's always taken his eyes off of his situation and always loved and added value to somebody else. And that is something that I will eternally remember about him. So I know that was a long story, but that was a perfect example of adding value to somebody else. And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be money. It can be time. It can be conversation. It can be a scripture. It can be a word of encouragement. It can be a prayer. You know, so to attract the things we really want in life, we want positive things. We want things that, you know, that make us happy. We want a lovely life, a peace, a peaceful life. Well, this is how you reverse from living a cursed life. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. You're not blessed because you're not being a blessing. So you want to be blessed, be a blessing to somebody. And it doesn't have to be expensive. 
And I want you to know you are blessed. The mere fact that up to this point, you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed. And God says, you are blessed to be a blessing. So you're blessed right now. And so I want you this week to charge yourself and challenge yourself to be a blessing to somebody and add value to somebody else's life. Okay. Now the fifth one is I want you to begin to exercise patience. Now, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, I may make comments about being patient and I'm learning patience. And if you've been listening to these podcasts on a regular basis, I've expressed that this is my biggest challenge, being patient, waiting. I think I'm more patient now after I've had my daughter. God has given me so much more patience, like being in a waiting period. I'm okay. There's so many things that I've learned when you're in the waiting room. And I'm, I'm actually begin starting a new book um, called The Waiting Room, The Waiting Room. And so, I mean, God just gave me that because that's been my life, The Waiting Room. And in The Waiting Room, your name is not called right away. You, sometimes you have to wait. I don't care if it's an emergency for you. It's an emergency for you. Even though you're in the emergency room, you got to wait. And so when you want to attract the things that you want, there are things, this, these are reasons why God has us to wait. One of the reasons is because he wants to protect us. And so we have to learn that God is trying to protect us from, from something, you know, but we, we get anxious and we feel like we could just take the ball and we can, we can do it our way because our way is quicker, but our way doesn't last, you know? So my dad used to always say what God initiates, he sustains. If he didn't initiate it, he can't sustain it. He can't keep it. But see, we get impatient and we try to do things our way. And now we have to sustain it. And we don't have the power and the ability to sustain what only God can sustain. So we have to be patient. Let's exercise some patience. So, yes, you're not going to get the house right away. But while you're waiting, there's some things that you can begin doing. You may not get that speaking engagement right away. But while you're while you're waiting, you can be enhancing your your techniques, enhancing your skills and your abilities and your speaking and all of that great stuff. Yeah, you may not get the loan right away, but there are some things that you can do in the process. So exercise patience, patience in the grocery store, patience with your children, with your spouse, exercise patience with your pets, (laughs) exercise patience and even with yourself, because sometimes we think because we're not at a certain place in our life, we're we're failing or we're not good enough or we're not going to make it. We're not going to be the person we envision ourselves being. Yes, you are, but you got to be patient with yourself. All right. So let's exercise some patience. And then lastly, before we end this podcast, just enjoy the journey. Be in the moment and enjoy the journey. You know, so many of us focus on the destination and we miss the journey. One thing I really dread are road trips. I'm not for sure. I just, and not all road trips. Let me take that back. The ones that I dread are country roads, country road road trips. So my husband is from Nashville, Tennessee. I love Nashville, Tennessee. And I don't mind driving there. You know, if we got some good food, good music, I'm good, really. But... There are times that I really dread. I think I more so dread coming back because I'm so focused on, especially if I'm driving, I'm so focused on just getting, seeing Indiana, see, seeing the exit that I'm supposed to get off of, that I missed the journey, you know? 
And so don't focus so much on the destination. Yes, you do focus on where you need to be. But don't miss the journey. There's so much fun in the journey. Even if there's loss, there are losses in the journey. You're going to experience uh, failure in the journey. You're going to experience heartbreaks in the journey. But enjoy because there are always lessons. There's growth in the journey. There's happiness in the journey. There's blessings in the journey. Promotion in the journey. So don't focus so much on this is where I want to be in 2020. And this is where I want to do this. And I want to be married by this age. Enjoy dating. Enjoy having a social life. Enjoy your single life. Enjoy it because when you get married, there's some things that changes. The rules change a little. So enjoy your journey and don't stress about the destination. You'll get there, but live in the moment. So that, my friends, that is how I can fix your focus. (laughs) But until next time, continue to believe and live your dreams. Are you a leader, entrepreneur, author, or speaker? Did you have a lifestyle change that you want to share with the world? Do you have some helpful health tips that could change our life? Well, be a guest on the Be Bold Radio Show. Email us at beboldradio at gmail.com. Again, that's beboldradio at gmail.com.